Well, it's nice to see you, Greg, briefly. Okay, it's 1132 at 560 WQM. We have an open line in Dave 1 in Broward, 5670560. And Mento's out in honor of Monica for the weekend. Boy, these things are beautiful. I bet these are perfect for her, huh? A real good fit. I was going to say a tight fit, but I guess at this point, it's too late for that. How about lighting up a nice in Menso from Nick's over the weekend, huh? Let's all salute Monica, like with one of these. Okay, where are we going? Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Hey, Neil, someone told me that Starr ran for governor along with Clinton. Is that true? He ran for governor? Not that I know. Well, I don't think so. He was a you judge. You think that's true? No. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Anyway, the way I see it, Neil, is don't you think the whole thing is entrapment? I mean, with that, that's, that's, and everything? That's part of what the uh, either your psychic or you already saw this on CNN when they were reading the rebuttal from the uh, president's attorneys. That's part of what they're saying. They laid out the thing about how the, the deposition in the Paul Jones case was a total uh, entrapment because that was at the time that they hooked up a limited trip to uh, wiretap Monica and the whole wow. thing. So that's one of the charges that they're making was an illegal entrapment to uh, lure him into, uh, you know, this crap. You know, I, I think America ought to keep an eye on who is going to be our next president instead of worrying about this guy who's almost going to be out of office anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In two years? Two hey, Neil, years before I go, I've had a bad week, Neil. Yeah. Did you unleash those tickets yet? Okay, let's go to uh, Sunrise. Hello. Sunrise. Hello, how you doing, Neil? Is that incredible? Yeah, boy, I tell you, I mean, are these people listening? I mean, they're no. on, the, on the phone. I mean, no. right here listening like I am, and, and they, oh, just really trained. Anyway, I just want to thank you for the uh, the video. It came in uh, just yesterday. All right. I was wondering, because I think you were saying a lot of people, that, you know, they get CDs, they don't uh, you know, say thank you. Hey, but. listen, they, they, before the same day is over, they're calling in wondering where the hell they are. And the so, same day that we gave it away, like, uh, how come the mailman ain't here with it yet? And they, uh, they, they were sent out this Friday, I guess, our call, and it came in uh, last night. So there you uh, go. We do our thing here, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, yeah, I right appreciate out. it. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, uh, the whiskey thing, I think, you know, like you said, you know, everybody was saying, I think it was, uh, I think he had a good Look the psychotic twisted bitch who uh, you know was in fence real bimbo and uh, bimbo and uh, bimbo and uh, he had the misfortune he getting uh, involved in getting uh, involved with a bitch like this. I I I, I, I totally agree and everything, but anyway, I hope uh, I hope he can survive it. I guess. Okay. Anyway, thanks a lot, buddy. Have a great day. Bye. Let's go to a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. This is Bobby Hyman. How are you? Okay. You remember me? Bobby Hyman from the Singles Days. Yes. Oi. I've been wanting to call you for a long time. Yes. Pardon? I said, Oi. Oi. Anyway, uh, first of all, I want to say I've been watching you on television. Uh-huh. And it was so funny. One of your listeners, who's happened to one of my good friends, said, you know, uh, she's telling me how great you are. I said, but did you notice you wear the yarmulke? She didn't even notice that you had a yarmulke. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm calling you because you're I wear the first because it's, uh, it looks ridiculous. What is it? <laughs> you're the first person that has ever said anything that made sense about this Monica. You know, I have a master's degree in psychology, and I want to tell you, when I first heard about this girl and about her background, I had it all figured out. Yeah. But I tell you, I think her mother, you know, <laughs> no wonder they had to give her immunity. I mean... For the mother to keep that dress in the closet, hidden in the back. That is one of, the sickest, kind of one of the sickest things in the history of the human race. And for some like reason, that. the media, these twi the twisted people in the media, don't seem to have any problem with that. They, 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 nobody's questioning why anybody would do that. I, I swear to God, the reason I called, it wasn't easy. I'm, I'm in front of Mount Sinai trying to go up to see my mother, driving around and around and wanted to call you because... 
I, I feel so powerless about what's going on. You know, you feel like you want to do something, have people say something, you know. Yeah. It's like this car. And by the way, you know, I don't know if has ever mentioned it. I wrote it uh, on email to uh, a couple of programs. Nobody has ever mentioned how Star always had that peculiar smile on it. Oh, yeah. It's called a gallows smile. Is that what it is? Yeah. So they think that's an expression, <laughs> a psychological expression for people who are ready to either kill you, yeah. you know, but they want you or to Or slice you off at the neck. Yeah, I, I've always wondered that. Every time you see him, he's coming out of uh, some garage somewhere, parking garage. He's got that stupid coffee from his in his hand. He's got that thing. Wouldn't you think that if somebody was really impartial and doing this investigation, that they would come out with a very solemn look on their face? Like, he looks like, like he's just having a great time. He's reveling in it. He's quelling from it. i got to run, Bobby. It's good to hear from him. Good to hear from you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, we got Hank Gover from Dania High from uh, from Flagler Dog Track. Okay, same difference from Flagler Dog Track coming up next, and then we got uh, what do we got at six? We got probably Donnie B talking baseball. We got somebody talking baseball at six. Somebody who doesn't work, make a lot of money, and then we got the pregame at six thirty. The Marlins going for loss number one hundred oh! against the Braves tonight, and we got the Dolphins on radio, but also on TV. Damn it, on uh, Sunday. So it's two o'clock. Yo, five sixty Q A M. This is Joe Pesci, and I would like to be serious with you for a moment to talk to you about a little-known yet devastating disease. It's called Tourette's Syndrome. Many people suffering from this affliction aren't even f***ing aware of it. It can happen at almost any f***ing time. This is one big f***ing problem over here, and I'm trying to make you f***ing assholes aware of it. What, what the f*** are you laughing at over there? Look at that guy over there, he's laughing. You think this is funny? What do you think of being fucking funny over here? What the fuck is so fucking funny over here? Did I say something to amuse you? Look at this fucking guy laughing over here. All right. All right. Oh, come on, Joe. What's wrong with this guy? Right. What'd, you, what'd you do that for? You know, you're, you're going to have to bury him. I'm not burying him this That's time. Fine. Anybody see a Goodfellas last night for the 800th time? No. Okay, sorry. So, happy Monday to you, boy. There's so much stuff going on. Where the hell do we start? The two on. getting certain people all bent out of shape again who didn't care last week and aren't going to care this week. Guess what? I don't give a crap myself whether they care or not. What a, a weekend for the Cubs in those two games against the Brewers Saturday and then again yesterday and then Sammy hit 61 and 62 and was there any like uh, media coverage? No. Was there any like big uh, song and dance out there on the field like there was for Mark McGuire? No. Is this kind of like uh, turning into a racial thing now? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When people first brought that up, I thought, ah, oh, here we go again. Every time anything goes on in this country, it's a racial thing. Any minute, Jesse Jackson going to be sticking his uh, finger in this woodpile. But I think it is. I mean, Mark McGuire is a big uh, white uh, goofball. 
And so naturally, the media, I mean, you, you Fox people, shame on you, baby. Oh, of course, yesterday is Sunday football. You know, we can't interrupt that. Although they did last week for some strange reason. They put the Cardinal game on there last Sunday. But yesterday, here in one of the most uh, spectacular days in the history, and of course, Wrigley Field jam-packed, and when that game was over, when Grace hit the home run on the 10th inning to win the game, after Sammy had hit 61 and 62, to the meat of the matter, and uh, everything will move on. But all they had to do was take all of this salacious stuff and put it in the other 17 cartons. They could have put an asterisk. Mono Lewinsky testified that they did this, and, uh, you know, see, uh, see uh, the appendage, or somebody's appendage, something. It didn't have to be in there, but they made sure they put it all in there because they knew it was going on the Internet first. It was going all over the world, and they expected the public was going to say, Oh, my gosh. Oh, my yeah, exactly. God. And guess what? They didn't. They didn't say that. They said, Ah, the same old crap all over again. We know he's screwing around. And guess what? Lying under oath is not perjury. I hate to break the news to you, Ken Starr. It ain't. And here's all these CNN numbers. Let me say it again. NBC yesterday, the new job approval rating for Bubba, was 67%. It was up three points from Friday. Up! They like a guy that knows where to stick his good cigar. That's what they said. And this morning on CNN, the job approval rating, it's 64% today. Friday and Saturday was 63%. Oh, it's going in the wrong direction, Ken Starr. What's that all about? And they asked, do you want to impeach this president? And 66% said, no. that's as of this morning. 31% said yes. You see, there's a constant 31 or 32% that hate Clinton like poison. And no matter what was in the report, no matter what the question is, you know, get rid of him, he sucks, we hit him like poison. That's constant. It's been that way since January. Same, there were roughly 30, 31%. Should we censure so that we at least say, oh, this was bad, don't do it again? 60% said yes, 36% said no. That's today's poll number. The only poll, of course, that's a little bit off on all of these is ABC, which the numbers are much lower because Sam Donaldson and Kooky Roberts are controlling all of that. Boy, there's something really... I mean, thank God that Disney stock is going in a crapper. There you go. The market's up 166, and Disney's taking a big bump because they own ABC and they spend all that money on the NFL and those crappy, boring games they're putting on. Good. That'll teach them to put Sam Donaldson and Kooky Roberts on there doing their spin on all. Spin on this, okay, Sam, you bald-headed geek? You jackass with a bad wig. So I guarantee you, we're going to find out today right here on this show. We're going to have tremendous, look at that, overwhelming response from this public. Because I think the majority of the people, like I've been saying for months now, let's get it over with. Let's move on. Let's get with the program, goddammit, and cut the crap. All these, like I said before, the term is absolutely correct. These are... Hypocrites, sanctimonious hypocrites, both in the media and in Congress, foaming at the mouth. Oh, this was disgusting! About a beep, but a boop, and it was right there in the White House, and he was talking to congressmen on the phone, and she was giving him head. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a stressful job, man. Plus, how'd you like to get on the phone and have to talk to all those boring congressmen all day long? Maybe he wanted to stay awake and alert. You know what we're talking about? Squirt, squirt. Alert rhymes with squirt. If the public knew the inner goings-on, the sexual dealings, this is all about 445 pages, 17 cartons with 2,400 more pages, and there is two brief mentions of Whitewater. Four years, $50 million uh, later, two brief mentions. Is there anything about Filegate? No. Travelgate? No. Two brief mentions of Whitewater. Do they have anything on him on that? No. No. 
So it's about sex and the covering up of sex and extramarital affair, which everybody in their right mind, especially a person in a position like the president or a senator or anybody else, is going to do anything in their power to cover it up. Oh, we got abuse of power, we got this, we got that. You got squat is what you got. And they can go ahead and have all the impeachment hearings that they want, but these weak-kneed politicians, as they're watching these poll numbers out there, they're going to say, ah, he ain't such a bad guy. He never stole a freight train. Let's slap him on his limp wrist and move on with life because uh, we see we can read the polls like anybody else. Ten minutes after ten at five fifty. Hey, Neil, my boyfriend said you probably wouldn't return my email from the other day since I'm a female. By the way, do I return any email whatsoever? No. no. So what does it have to do that she's a female? I mean, if you were young and male and good-looking and sent a picture, maybe I would, but I doubt it anyway. But I decided to see what the deal was, she says. I had emailed you seeing what I have to do for you to get your Florida Panther opening day tickets since you said you wouldn't be here for the game. I haven't heard from you. Is it because I'm a female or you're just too busy? Is this unbelievable? Anyhow, I had wanted to take my nine-year-old son to the game but never did get tickets. Can you help me? I'll do anything to get the tickets. There you go, George. Maybe you can get a picture. Tara? Can I borrow those tickets? Although, guess what? George uh, ain't got any tickets anyway, and he's not getting them. This is more chutzpah, okay? Oh, as soon as they hear just a little whisper, all i got to do is just, uh, in passing, make a comment that I'm not going to be here that weekend for that unctuous game against Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah, can we have them? Whatever it is you don't want. And you got any garbage that uh, you don't want to put in your dumpster, we'll take it home and sift through it and see if there's anything good left over in there. Believe me, in my garbage there ain't nothing good, is there? No. I scrape through uh, everything. Then I let my dogs look out the fish food container just to make sure there's nothing left over for people like Tara that want to hop up all the free good stuff. So I discovered something very, very uh, disturbing over the weekend, which I guess I should have known a long time ago. You know that TV show? Now, this is something for those TV people to be thinking about, those whammy people. And by the way, nice going on Sunday, getting k Posse USA on there. Oh. All right, Rocky Echeverria, Stephen Bauer. That's for you, sweetheart. Boy, he sure looked good back then. Does he look good now? No. Well, that's nature for you. He works in mysterious ways. But here's something for those people to think about. You know, the people, I guess, who are watching the TV show are the radio people, and you want to know why? The people who get the show. The people who would come across there on there, they don't get the show. And so, therefore, because I ran into a, a holy over the weekend that I uh, have seen before in a store, and he says to me, he says, you know, uh, you're doing that TV show, aren't you? I said, yeah. He said, oh, first time I saw that, you said, spick, and this, I turned it right off. Yeah, see, George is going to get all bent out of shape about this. I never said a word to him this morning before the show because I know he's going to take uh, get very paranoid about this. See, if we're going to have a comparative uptightness contest, it's no contest. No contest. Jews, blacks, uh, gooks, any other minority. I mean, uh, there are some uptight people in every group. But Hispanics, oh, my God. As soon as they feel it, you might be saying anything to pee on their parade. Psychotic. I said, it's just, a, it's just a show. It's a joke. I've been doing that for years. I use those words because the more you use the words, it makes them, renders them meaningless. It's a joke. It's a show. Oh, yeah, well, don't you understand, SPIC, that's supposed to be Spanish people in charge. And I thought to myself, boy, you talk about paranoia. You talk about thin-skinned, humorless, very sad. So anybody who might be watching that show with our usual one-share or zeros or a wavy line, I hate to break the news to you, but you better lighten up and get a goddamn sense of humor. I mean, when's the last time I ever had a call on this show from a black listener, and we have many, by the way, complaining about Schwarzer, Kuhn. They, they, it's a joke. It's lingo. It's fun. Because if you see, there are words that, like that, uh, that anti-Semite that called me last Thursday or Friday. 
that was kept repeating the word kike over and over again. There are certain words that go beyond the point of being fun. That you can't, like nigger, you can't say nigger. There's nothing fun about that. Although you don't say the N-word. I mean, we know if you say the N-word, it's nigger. We can actually say it, but it's a very nasty, mean-spirited, hostile word. And the same with kike. There's no way that kike can be like a funny word. If you want to say heeb, yid. So let's kind of make the determination right now. Let's draw the battle lines for the words. And I'm trying to think. Spick, to me, is not that bad of a word. If I say George is a little spick, what's wrong with that? That's exactly accurate. He's a little spick. Now, bugarron, that's another story. I know. Seriously, I think like... That's yours. Huh? No, bugarron. Like nigger and, uh, and kike and bugarron. Faggot. I, I use that faggot. I, I use that word all the time. Some people used to think, oh, that's very offensive. You can't call gay people faggot. Well, why the hell not? What's wrong with that? Because after you hear it the 10 millionth time, it doesn't make it so so grotesque anymore. Like Schwarzer. I think Schwarzer's a fun word. What's wrong with that? Or like Sammy Sosa. He's from the Dominican Republic. What's wrong with that? But Spick? I mean, people that would be offended and go rushing to turn it off because uh, they're, oh, gee, that's offensive to me. He's a bigot. Because I said, little Spick? Jesus, grow up and get a life, all you Julios out there, all you Bugarrons and Maricons. Jesus, Joseph and uh, and Oscar. Man, oh, Manischewitz. All these uptight people who just don't get it or don't want to get it, refuse to uh, get a life, who are looking. And, of course, that fits right in with this town anyway, people looking to be offended. Oh, that's very offensive to me. I'm offended. Yeah, right. Great. Go get a life. Are we on in Fort Myers today, by the way? We don't know. We don't know? If there's anybody listening on WWCN in Fort Myers, call us. What? We are? Josie says we are. How come we weren't on? What is it? Yes, we are. That's what I thought you said the first six times. Excuse me for stepping on you, Joe. We'll take the footprints off because uh, there might be evidence. And we don't want uh, Ken Starr to go, uh, you know, dusting Joe's body for prints. I mean, anybody who can't see through the political motivation of this whole thing in this salacious pornographic report, which was totally unnecessary, not one word of that had to be in there. Sure, it had to be in the other, uh, because he's trying to prove a point, if that's what he was trying to do. Trying to refute the president's uh, comments about not having sexual relationship or whatever the hell in his testimony. That's fine, but not in a, pay, a report that's going to be uh, released all over the world, unless, of course, you're trying to embarrass and humiliate and hound somebody out of office, which is what this has been all about right from the beginning. And I still don't understand how come we hear almost nothing about... I'll tell you some of the stuff that's really interesting. And yeah, I didn't read the whole 445 pages, or the 72-page reply, or the 42-page second reply, but I read through the uh, summaries, okay? Having learned that she would not be able to return to the White House, Ms. Lewinsky sought the President's help in finding a job in New York City. This is after they transferred her to the Pentagon because she was hanging around to make a pest out of herself, and people in the White House started saying, get that bitch out of here. The president offered to place her at the United Nations. After initial enthusiasm, Ms. Lewinsky cooled on the idea of working at the U.N., and she prodded the president to get her a job in the private sector. According to Ms. Lewinsky, the president telephoned her at approximately 2 to 2.30 a.m. on Friday, October 10th. According to Ms. Lewinsky, the president said, If I had known what kind of person you really were, I wouldn't have gotten involved with you. He reminded Ms. Lewinsky that she had earlier promised, If you just want to stop doing this, I'll be no trouble. Ms. Lewinsky said she challenged the president. Tell me when I've caused you trouble. The president responded, I've never worried about you. I've never been worried you would do something to hurt me, which goes to show you how foolish she was right then. 
a scorned, petulant bitch. Oh, the job in the U.N. wasn't good enough for Monica, just like Linda Tripp or a, uh, what's her name? The other one. I wanted to be a, uh, an ambassador, Kathleen Willie. Yeah, how about ambassador to Ireland? That George Mitchell, he don't know too much. How about me? That sounds good. Yeah. Okay, Kathleen, you're qualified. Crazy, crazy women trying to bring down the government of this country and all these sanctimonious hypocrites. I, I like the term that Alan Dershowitz used over the weekend, sexual McCarthyism. And, of course, now everybody else is using that, too. But that's exactly what this is. Witch hunts. Just like Joe McCarthy in the 50s, it's the same crap here in the 90s again. But guess what? It ain't working too good. Because most people, when they look in the mirror and they think about their own activities, and they question, would I like to have all of my uh, own stuff that I've been covering up would I, I, uh, on the Internet all over the world? I think the answer very clearly is no. No, thank you. And if I lied about these things, most people would say, uh-huh, uh-huh you bet. Because everybody wants to cover their tracks and cover their ass. Cover their rectum. That's right. And that's what this is all about. You can hock a trying to go about perjury. And let me say it again. Lying under oath is not perjury. And, I, you know, if, if you've been listening and reading, it's, it's very clear that the, there, there's a big difference there. A witch hunt trying to uh, hound a guy out. And quite frankly, I am sick and frickin' tired of it. Absolutely headed up to my ears. I think we ought to take a poll this morning since it is Monday. Don't you think a poll would be good in this audience? God, man, oh man, don't ever stick one of those immensos in your puss unless you're serious. That's what he should have told Monica. Let's find out how many people in this audience think that Clinton should resign or be impeached, maybe censured but stay in office, or just stay in office without any bullcrap, or maybe just can't stand the whole thing altogether and wish they never heard another word about this. Let's find out. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. We'll take a little pull for an hour, hour and a half, see how it goes here with this crowd. If there's any interest whatsoever, which there might not be, knowing this audience. Here's a, uh, I also want to find out spy reports from people of the season ticket holders with the Panthers who got to see the arena on Saturday for the first time, which I've already seen it three times, thank you, and how they were impressed with it, and et cetera, and so on. And what they really got to see Saturday, since I didn't waste my time going over there again. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Um, in regards to your, your poll, I, I really do think you should step down. We're talking about Dave Lamont now, right, as the announcer for the Kings? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, great. Here's a mobile in uh, Goulds. Hello. Mobile in Goulds. Neil, good morning, sir. Speak to me, sir. Yes. Listen, uh, you're wound up like a gravel this morning. You yeah, should, just like every day, right. You should be celebrating today. We had a good weekend. Uh, we have Sammy Sammy. Yeah. We also have uh, Michigan. No, Michigan, and boy, did they take it right up the old rectum. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And we also have the Fighting Irish. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. That Tommy Brady, the Michigan quarterback, he can play in my team any day. Any day. Hey, nice going, Tommy. Boy, did... And, of course, the final score, what pisses me off is that, uh, you know, 38-7, and it winds up 38-28 because they stopped playing. Jim Mandich, I don't think you'll ever see him again. Yeah, yes, sportsman. Yeah, that's right. Have and a good that, day, that, that, of course, Michigan State wallops the hell out of Notre Dame, 45-23. Nice going, Spartan, oh. because they weren't playing in South Bend. No touchdown. Jesus, that's right. Because they weren't playing in Notre Dame, and they forgot to bring the Shroud of Turin with them. But, hey, there's more important things going on in football, aren't there? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's Miami. Hello? Yo, Neil. Yes, sir. I think people need to stop dissing the, the president because ain't nobody a saint, especially none of those bastards up on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Yeah, just like you said it a couple of weeks ago, man. Let him stay, man. He's doing a good job. No matter who he's blowing or who he's blowing or whatever. All right, Neil? Okay. Yeah, man. God bless you, sir. There you go. There's our first vote. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on our mobile one line. Resign or be impeached. 
censure but stay in office, just stay and leave him the hell alone, or you just can't stand this anymore and you wish that it would go away and never heard another word of it, and you wish that Ken Starr, they would pack him up and send him to Siberia. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, they should stop playing around with Bill Clinton and leave the man alone. Uh, it was this Monica Lewinsky, the one who decided to go down on the man, and uh, if she would have respected the office of the president, she would have had no part in this. If she would have respected his orifice, very man, very well said. you got to respect the president's orifice, that's for damn sure. Anybody out there know what kind of cigar it was? No. That's what Nix wants to know. Can you imagine if it was an immenso? Woo-wee, you know, and that Monica, knowing what a jab she is and all the experience she's got. And how come we don't hear any more about Monica? How come we don't hear about all these illegal leaks from Ken Starr? It's really interesting, the selective journalism that's being practiced by all the networks on here. Selective journalism. Just tell us whatever the hell they feel they want to tell us, and all the rest of the stuff. Well, that's not important. The fact that Ken Starr is breaking all these laws, taking all of the secret. I hear he sends these boxes over there. This is all top secret. And even that little faggot David Kendall, the president's attorney, you know which one I'm talking about, that little mincing David Kendall, even he said the reason we were able to come out with that rebuttal so soon is because of all the illegal leaks that were all over town. Days, hours before uh, the report came out on Friday at 2 o'clock. See, it's okay for illegalities by the special prosecutor, the independent counsel, but if the president's in the oral office getting blowjobs, how did that come out? Like, blowjobs, that's how it came out. 1027 at 560 WQAM. There's nothing as important to your business as your copy machine. You need a copier that's right for your needs, dependable, and doesn't cost your business a fortune, an arm and four legs. If these things are important to you, why not give our friends at Copy Corp a call? Copy this is a bunch of hooey. This so-called, I mean, this is supposed to be a document after all these month dollars, and there's all this hearsay crap in there about the, the testimony of Monica's girlfriends who came and said, oh, well, Monica said this, and Monica said that the president said this, and uh, unbelievable. Like the thing about Hillary uh, leaving, uh, not one time did they ask her about that. But the friends of Monica, oh, yeah, well, he uh, allegedly told Monica that, uh, and Monica told them that he told Monica, that uh, he was considering when he got out of the White House, uh, he might be leaving Hillary and who knows what happened, and they'll run off in the sunset, et cetera, and so on. That's like third, fourth-hand information, but that's in there, which, of course, is real nice for the family and everything else like that. Hey, I have no consideration about any of that, because we have to embarrass and humiliate and uh, degrade as much as possible and see if it works. Did it work so far? No. It don't sound like it to me. Here's Boca. Hello. Uh, Neil, it, I think it was a Monte Cristo, but anyway. Was it? Yeah. Th guess who this is? They should see how many there are left, and they could count the Monte Cristo. Yeah, right. Who it, is this? This is Veggie from Boca. Oh, my God. Long time. Huh. How you doing? Okay, I'm kind of vegetating. Yeah, I hear you. Listen, I think that if the start, stock market keeps going up, we keep the president in. If it goes down, we get him out. Uh-huh, okay. Thanks, Veggie. Don't call us again. We have an open line in day one in Broward. Isn't that, how have we ever survived without him? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, judging by his taste in women, it must have been a swisher sweet, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Maybe he's just got yeah. bad eyesight. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe hey. Hillary is the ice princess. <laughs> I bet she is. Listen, man, the guy needs to resign. He's done nothing but lie to us the whole way through. And you know what? Maybe... Or... Well, maybe we just need to put up a tent out by the east wing and, and throw it up with concubines, let him have his horse. Uh -huh. Think that'd be a good idea? Okay, thank you. 
Okay, we have an open line in day one of Brown. One for resign, two for stay. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pampa, he's done nothing but lie to us about having extramarital affairs. Nobody lies about that, do they? No. You bet. Nobody would do that. They get right up there on TV and say, I did it, it was good, or she uh, was, the, was the worst head I ever had in my life. Here's a mobile in uh, Fort Myers. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. I'm I'm calling to say that I agree totally with you, Neil. I, this is, I'm a first-time caller to your show. I don't think the president has done any more than what any other man has done at some point in life. Yeah. He battled a bitch who was willing to give him some head. He told her what she wanted to hear. Hey, he started to get caught. He lied to cover it up. Mm -hmm. No big deal. He's doing a great job in office. Leave him alone. The only bad part is they're airing his dirty laundry all over the goddamn world. Yeah. That's the worst part about it. Yeah, if she would have just cleaned her dirty laundry, we wouldn't have to be going through any of this. That's right. You know, I mean, this bitch... She knew what she was doing. She knew that this was the president. If it weren't for the stain on the dress, he wouldn't have to con... <laughs> All right. All right. Well said, sir. Well, he said he's uh, screwed around is what he said. Something like that. You can't say that word in Fort Myers, can you? No. Oh, don't say the F word over there. They'll throw your ass in the who's go. By the way, you see George Wallace is dead? Uh-huh. Okay, we have an open line in date. What? What are you going like that for? Don't you... Don't... Isn't it kind of interesting, though? How a lot of these right-wingers, like Barry Goldwater, you know, his last many years, all of a sudden became uh, totally different in his views and attitudes. And George Wallace, after those early many, many years, that ugly racism and hatred and bigotry, after all of a sudden he found himself in the chair, he found the Lord and he repented and et cetera and so on. And by the time he died, we said, hey, uh, he never stole a freight train. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Maybe Kenneth Starr will have a breakfast and maybe he'll have his chance to repent, huh? To be contrite. For all this swill, this uh, pornography that he put out. And then all these people are saying, oh, well, what do we tell the kids? Well, if you're worried about the kids, then how come it was in there in the first place? Why did that stuff need to be in there in graphic, grotesque detail? Why did that need to be in that particular report when it got 17 other cartons of stuff that they could have, uh, you know, kept under lock and key and deliberated amongst themselves and read all the titillating parts and said, oh, God, that's interesting. According to Ms. Lewinsky, they kissed. She was wearing a long dress that buttoned from the neck to the ankles. And he unbuttoned my dress and he unhooked my bra. And he sort of took the dress off my shoulders and moved the bra. He was looking at me and touching me and telling me how beautiful I was. He touched her breast and touched her genitals. She performed oral sex on him. On March 31st, 1996, in a hallway by the study, the president and Ms. Lewinsky kissed. On one occasion, according to Ms. Lewinsky, he focused on me pretty exclusively, kissing her bare breast and fondling her genitals. At one point, the president inserted a cigar into Ms. Lewinsky's vagina, then put the cigar in his put in his mouth. I heard that. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Man, oh, man. I think the guy was right. It must have been a swisher sweet. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Fort Lauderdale. All right, good morning. Yes, Bill. sir. They should leave him alone. Let him stay in office. Stay yeah. out of turn. And I'll bet that 50% of the people in Congress have had extra mouthful affairs. Okay, well, and we're going to check with Barney Frank on that, too, by the way. We have an open line at Bar... Oh, do you hear that? Talk about getting drilled. Well, that's a good sign, though. That means there's construction going on somewhere in this building. They're really doing devil work across the hall, one or the other. Five six seven oh five sixty or mobile one line is pound five sixty. Here's a lady in North Bay Village. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. All right, Neil. How about this? Yes. Chantano Greeno charged Star for false investigation and obstruction of justice. 
for what was supposed to be to investigate all the gates, not his sex life. Yeah. How about that? Why don't she step in and find this illegal? Step in and do what? In, in, into uh, and smoke a cigar. <laughs> okay. Have a great day. I have no idea what she said. We have an open line in date five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Yeah, let's try have Janet try that one on for size, huh? What do you say, Janet? Right up the old uh, highway for Janet. She's got problems of her own. Let's do uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm calling. Now. You know, I think they should just leave the president alone. I bet you if they investigate Ken Starr's like they probably find out he's sleeping with little boys or something. I mean, they get it in the air it all over the place, and you know, you need to check this stuff out. Amen. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Thank you so much. By the way, guess who I saw last night? Was it on the 60 Minutes thing? What you thought was boring. I thought 60 Minutes was pretty good. Especially Andy Looney. He was almost funny with those eyebrows. He was great. But uh, they had Father Drynan on there. My good old friend, Father... What? What are you laughing about? When I used... Back in the days when I used to have guests on a show, we used to have him on the phone all the time. Father Robert Drynan, the greatest priest in the world. Yeah, and it was really great when... Uh, who was doing that? When he looked at Father Drynan in the eye, Mike Wallace, I think, and said... Father... You're helping all the boys. I'm a Catholic. And just as liberal as he was in those days, he was great last night. Nice God, Father Drynan. Oh! I always wondered back in those days, how come we had a priest in the Congress? Although he was great. Father Drynan. He was, I say Father Drynan for president. That's oh! what I say, old Bobby Drynan. What are we doing about that uh, problem, by the way? I'm uh, moving on. I uh, alerted the media, but... Uh, you alerted what? The upstairs people. Yeah. So we're holding our breath. I well, do they have, like, copies of that stuff or what? Yeah, we'll just, oh, keep, you know... Pushing it along. I know that Gary Sarner, of course, he wouldn't be concerned about that. 21 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Hatchard can't keep his pecker in his pants. Hello, I'm Michael Hatchard. You probably know me as that cute Irish hunk who dances with his shirt off and sweats a lot and lord of the dance. Well, as I'm sure you've heard, I've retired from the show. But I'm still dancing because I found a way to combine Irish folk dancing with something that will make me even richer than I already am. Pest extermination. And you'll get it every time you call my new company, Lord of the Arms. That's right. If you've got roaches, termites, silverfish, or any other kind of insect problems in your house, just call me, Michael Flatley, Lord of the Ants. In just ten minutes, I can kill every bug in your house without using any harmful pesticide. Just the simple music of my homeland. If you have a chandelier I can hang from, I'll get rid of the ones on your walls and ceilings, too. And if you've got a really big bug problem, I'll have my entire staff of male and female exterminators stomp their way through your lovely and festive home one ugly bug at a time. Hi! I'm Megan! And I just have to stomp on your Father, so big! Call Lord of the Ants right now. Just dial 1-800-Bug-Bugs, and me and my Colleen will be stumping on your pest before you can say, What are you doing to my carpet? So say goodbye to me on TV and bugs in your home when you call me, Michael Flatley, Lord of the Ants. So we got a, a fax here from New York, no less. I can tell by the uh, number on here, the 212. And it's a, uh, I guess, a pretty good likeness of us, but this is definitely not Monica and El Presidente. I don't think he's got a body like that. Does anybody out there think the president's got a body like no. that? No. I don't think so. What are you uh, looking at that, Joe? You're not going to put that... <laughs> Come on! Butch up a little bit, for Christ's sakes. Get those little uh, spits all worked up. That'll keep them on there, all those uh, very offended people out there that are uptight and no sense of humor. Oh, he said spick! Spanish person in charge. I'm going to tell you, when I hear stuff like that, it makes me wonder. I mean, have you got any life at all? Do you have any sense of humor whatsoever? Just a, a little teeny tiny one? No. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello? 
Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. You know what? The, re the report, first of all, that's the biggest crime of them all. I just cannot even believe the price that we paid for that. But you know what they left out in the report is that earlier in the evening, see, she sat on his cigar cutter. And he was thinking afterwards he's going to have a cigar. Might as well get it cut now. Get it ready. Yeah. And it was out of the report. Mm-hmm. Okay. And? That's all I got. Okay. Okay, we have an open line at Brock, 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady in Aventura. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Great. In reading all of this regarding the president, I think the president is the victim and not she. Yeah. In what, in what sense? In what sense? I feel that she is over 21. Mm-hmm. She knew what she was doing. Yes. And she could have stopped it immediately. She didn't want to stop it. She's the one who initiated exactly. it. Exactly. But, uh... but now she decided that since, I guess, I don't know what went on, but he must have said that I'm not leaving my wife and this, that, the other thing. So she has be she became very vindictive. Yeah. Well, no, she was demanding intercourse. She wanted a full sexual relationship. But I'm, not so I'm no talking way. about this whole affair and what has, has what she brought on and all of this. And, I mean, maybe I'm different than most of the calls that you've been getting and most of the public and most my opinion. But I feel that she was just as culpable as he. And, uh, I mean, I just feel she should have walked away at the very outset. So let's impeach Monica. But I, I just feel very foolish in what he did. But I, I mean, she is coming out smelling like a rose, so to speak. And yeah, that's not what he said. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line uh, in, uh, said more like uh, tuna. Open line at date five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a lady in Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Waters, how yes, are you? I am okay. I agree completely with the previous lady. Yes. The whole thing. Uh, first of all, Clinton, of course, should stay. It's a bloodless. Uh, cool. which was planned by Republicans and the right-wing religious uh, movement. Mm -hmm. And they are staying behind it and paying it, and Starr is their puppet. That's yeah. why he goes so vigorously after Clinton. Monica is the one who initiated it, and especially since she saved the dress, this proves that she wanted to go after him. The whole thing is a mockery. It's a shame that Americans should fall for it. No, I they're not falling for it. Yeah, I only hope they have enough brains. And there should be a backlash. I am a very peaceful person, but I even thought there should be demonstrations against Starr. He should be fired. Or at least put him on death row anyway, just to show yeah, that we really yeah. mean business. This is unheard of. Uh -huh. It's a mockery below any dignity. This should be a legal document. People are out of their minds who are supporting this. Okay. That's all I have. To Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, uh, and right in the report, in fact, if you do read much of it, which I've read uh, enough to make me sick to my stomach, but if you read it, it's like reads like this thing from the star that I've been reading you. That's why a lot of this should come as no surprise. I mean, we had that on here like uh, three, four weeks ago about the cigar and all that business, and the stuff in here about, uh, well, uh, Hillary thought that, uh, he, she thought Hillary was uh, the ice princess and he was going to leave her and yada, 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 and uh, it's all right in here in the star, and that's what it reads like. All the ramblings of a starstruck bimbo, of a slut. 
And yet, for some strange reason, the media, in reporting all of this, they've had all this stuff since uh, 201 on Friday. They, they just uh, they gloss right over that. It just uh, doesn't come out from their lips. And I'll tell you, it's so easy to see which of these so-called reporters and journalists, uh, what, what they got in their mind. Scott Pelley on CBS, total lunatic. Uh, of course, Sam and Cookie on ABC, forget about them. And like I said, the ABC polls, everybody else's polls show his popularity, as a, his not popularity personally, but his job approval rating, 66, 64%. Not ABC, because ABC's got a whole special... They let uh, Sam Donaldson's answering the phone. Okay, one vote for you, two for me, and that, that's how his votes go. I mean, and George Will is sitting there uh, writing all the reports out. But it's real interesting how selectively they report all of this and nothing about Monica and her motives and how she was the one who was flirting. And this is her own testimony now, just like from uh, Star Magazine. What a, sh what a shock that she was flirting with a guy who uh, can't keep his pants zipped up in the first place and that uh, something actually happened and continued to go on. And that what a shock that two adults lied about it. At least until somebody finally said, hey, you know that uh, stained dress you got? Here's Miramar. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I've been listening. I love your show. All right. Neil, I'd like them to leave Bubba alone. Leave Bubba but, alone. But my but, biggest problem yes. is this speedy way in which Congress sent this this pornography on the on a public domain like the Internet. Yeah, man. I think every voter come November... Yes. Should check with their representatives, see how they voted, and show how and reprimand them at the ballot. It is morally reprehensible what Congress did on Friday. I, we didn't have to know the details. The Star Report should have gone to Congress with, with just, just the 11 alleged points for impeachment. Right. And they save the details for the privacy of the Congress. Right. The public didn't have to hear all that. Amen. It is morally reprehensible what Congress did, and I think every voter in America should personally reprimand them at the ballot. And it didn't, even, it didn't even make good pornography. That's the worst part. Okay, thank you okay. so much, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, it didn't even make good porno. That's the sad part of it, especially knowing that uh, the two of them were involved in it. We have an open line in Broward, 567-0560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello? He's uh, all hopped up about the record in Sosa and McGuire. What they really need to see is, will Bill Clinton's record ever be broken of screwing it on in the White House? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's, not even, he's not even close to the Kennedys. He's not in the same league. He's like in the little leagues. Yeah, but they didn't get in trouble as much as he's getting in trouble. That's that's right, because the media then was uh, keeping their nose out of their pants. Yeah, but now they have nothing else to do in life just to worry about him. Okay. Okay. Have a great day, amigo. We have an open line in Dave. Five, did he say amigo? 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We don't have anybody out there who's uptight, upset, do we? No. You bet we don't. They understand it's a radio show, don't they? No. Come on. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Yes, Neil? sir. How you doing? Great. Hello, New Yorker here. Central New Yorker. All Syracuse. right. Syracuse. Oh. Yes. Uh. Neil, I got to tell you. By the way, I nice job you. on Michigan, by the way, Saturday. Like oh. I said, my opinion of Syracuse is changing by the second. Nice job on Saturday, baby. Oh. Kick their ass. Sir. But anyway. Neil, they're schizophrenic, though. They're schizophrenic. Who? Syracuse. Why is they that? Beat, they beat the teams they shouldn't beat, and yeah. they lose to the teams that don't, don't uh, worry high about, school Don't teams. worry about that. That's not important. You beat Michigan. That's the thing that's important. Oh! You took right. 10 years off Mandy's life. <laughs> Neil, I want to tell you, I love your show, and I especially love your TV show because you get to see all the 
the mannerisms and, and uh, the nuances of your, your show and all the faces you make to the callers and yeah. the George and everybody. I gotta I'm starting say, to get paranoid about that show because I noticed that every time, like, if I have a scratch, like, on my lip or, like, I cut myself, I nicked myself shaving yesterday, and it looks like I'm either picking my nose. You know, they, they purposely shoot these real unflattering angles to make it look like I'm even more of a pervert than I really am, which is not easy, by the way. They're trying to tear you down, Neil, because you're trying to knock you down because they can't stand the truth. That faggot Barry Diller, <laughs> he don't know from the truth. He's busy putting Rocky Etcheverry on there. Uh, you know, hey, Posse USA, I know what he's looking for. That's right. Regarding the Clinton situation. Yeah. His sexual. By the way, Barry, he don't look so good anymore. I know him. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> his sexual escapades have nothing to do with the way he runs this office. Yeah. Granted, I wouldn't want to be his daughter or son or his wife, but as far as the president, wait, 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 I think... wait a minute. Let me ask you this. Okay. When you say, I know the wife part I can understand, but when you say daughter or son, how many daughters and sons in America do you think, how many millions of daughters and sons know that one or both of their parents are screwing around on the side? Uh, probably a lot, but it's not smeared I all over. I see hands raising all over the building. <laughs> probably yeah. a lot, but it's not smeared over uh, oh, yeah, well, all you're the You're talking about the, the embarrassment factor, right? Yeah, I understand that's that. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and, I how come, I and how come Kenneth Starr didn't consider that, how much damage he could do? These people have already been humiliated and embarrassed. How come he didn't consider that, have a little bit of decency for the family by putting all this extraneous crap in there so that Chelsea could read about it at school and all her friends, etc.? Because people are concerned with how much money they can make and how much uh, world recognition they can achieve. And how, and how quickly they can push his ass out of the, uh, Oval, the oral office. That's right. Yes? Neil, I got to tell you one more thing about, uh, and you're going to hate to hear this, but about it's about Dan LeBastard. Yeah. He's now working for ESPN. Doing what? He's doing. Uh, what is he, the uh, token Cuban? What I. <laughs> By the way, Levon's going to win 11 games. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think he's uh, he's just doing like little uh, on-site interviews with football players and stuff. I just saw him this weekend on a football show. Sniffing around the locker room. That's a good place. Well, that's the way they say it in Syracuse. They say, uh, you know, come on. Jeez, uh, what's with these people? Please don't say the F word. Please. We have an open line of day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're doing a very scientific poll here today. Should El Presidente resign or be impeached? Uh, free about the censure. They don't even know what the... Should he stay in office or uh, you just can't stand any more of this and you don't want to hear another word ever as if you live to be 300? That That's my... Uh, the Both of the last. Just leave him alone and don't... Let's stop hearing about this. Impeachment hearings, my ass. These people up there in Congress. Let, let's start investigating. Let's start. Got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Neil Rogers Show. Now on Lauderdale. Don't 
monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We're not well-mannered, well-behaved, we just love to drop trowel. Well, don't some twist, we'll make you laugh until we are bad. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you all turn red. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly, and we like it, and we've heard the things you said. So don't come within 10 feet of us, or we'll whiz on your head. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Well, that's the Dow's up 152, the Nasdaq up 28. The world markets were all up today, even uh, down Latin America, because uh, they don't want to tired of this crap. And when the uh, report came out, they breathed a collective sigh of relief and said, oh, that's all it is? Well, screw that. Let's go buy some stocks. Two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. If we had one spy report from uh, the Panther season ticket holders who saw the new arena for the first time yesterday? No. If we had anybody who went over there to see to, uh, to grab their seat with a report? No. Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm so emotionally spent from the Cubs game yesterday. That... Oh, wasn't that great? Oh, my God. I mean... How do you like that? And we're still a game ahead of the Mets. Yeah. Oh, it's just wonderful. What a series. Three game a series, 72 runs scored over the weekend, the Cubs and the Brewers, and every game both teams had over 10 runs. Magnificent. Yeah, it was great. Neil, i got to say something about uh, Clinton. Um, I haven't got much to add. Your callers have been pretty articulate this morning, probably because they're so pissed off. I'm pretty pissed off, too. Uh, it's obvious that um, all he uh, star tried to do was be punitive. And uh, it's part of this new sexual uh, uh, prudery that we have in this country. And um, he shouldn't resign. He's not going to be impeached. But unfortunately, um, I'm a little pissed off at him because he's given uh, these uh, these uh, right-wing Republicans a little more uh, entrance into our government. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. Okay, we have an open line at date one at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. No conversation from the media. I mean, they did a little bit. They had that one excerpt from uh, Dark Side of Camelot by Seymour Hersh a few nights ago. But other than that, there's uh, very little mention anymore about all the other stuff that's gone on. Orgies at the pool with the Kennedys. Orgies in the hotel rooms on every campaign stop. Orgies at hotels every time they made a trip during his presidency. Nobody cared about that because everybody kept their mouth shut. And now that now it's interesting that after all that stuff is coming out, do you hear anybody saying, "Oh my gosh, these people were perverts and they weren't fit to be a president and they should have resigned"? No. No. Whether it's Eisenhower, whether it's Roosevelt, whether it's uh, Kennedy, and we got the you know the, like I said, the same thirty percent of the people that hated Clinton like poison from the beginning, they still hate him. What a surprise! But I encourage, since we're doing a very scientific poll here, I want to go out of my way to encourage people who think that he should resign or be impeached to call in today. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll sit here and listen like that one bozo that called before. I'm not going to insult you and call you names like asshole or stuff like that. We've had 11 people, uh, 10 say that he ought to stay in office and cut the crap, and one said he should resign, he's lied to us, etc. One bozo said, here's Miami. Hello? Miami. Going once. Going twice. Hasta que me olvides. Here's Boynton Beach. Hello. 
Yes, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, just hear me out, please, before you yell and scream. And I'm not going to yell hang and up. scream or anything. I'm listening to your uh, comment. Okay. Number one, I do feel he should resign. Yeah. Okay. And number two, there. I just want to correct the caller who said it was the Republicans who voted to release this. Uh, oh, the the, and most of the Democrats, too, yes. Members of the House right. voted. So that means over 130 Democrats. Right, that's right. An overwhelming majority of all of them. Right. Exactly. So I just wanted to correct that point of view because he made it sound like it was just Republicans. Absolutely correct, sir. Thank you. And there's one other thing that really bothers but, me. But let me ask you something. Do you think that all of that uh, sexually explicit material need to be included in that 445 pages? Well, I'm going to make a point here. I'm going to make a point here. What really bothers me, yeah. especially being a Jewish person, what really bothers me is that the Black Caucus, the reason that they didn't want this release, and they were the majority of the Democrats who voted not to release this, yes. because they did not like the salacious detail that it was a shame that our children should hear this on the Internet. Where in the name of God were these people when not one of members of the Black Caucus has ever said anything about gangster rap, the anti-Semitism coming from that? The anti-white, the oh, killing of police officers. Yeah. Where were they? How about in the uh, How do you know that none of them have ever said anything about that? I don't think that's they, true. Neil, believe me, they haven't. Not the, one? The, the Million Youth March. Did you see that on C-SPAN, Neil? Yeah, grotesque. It, it was disgusting. Uh-huh. Jews are the bloodsuckers of America. Let's kill all white police officers? Mm -hmm. Where was one member of the black... Where was the outrage then? Yeah. I mean, look at this hypocrisy. Good point. And that's all I wanted to say on that issue. Well, why did you think I was going to scream and shout? Oh, I, I, I wasn't sure. I thought I'm a reasonable man. <laughs> Thank you for just agreeing with me on this point, and I do think uh, he should resign. No, but, but, but let me ask you, forgetting about the uh, black guy, I understand the point you're making there, but do you think that that all needed to be released on the Internet? When they got 17 other cartons of stuff that they're concerned about may be a source of embarrassment to other people? Why did that need to be in there? Well, your point is... The other 2,600 pages, they could have left the salacious details in that. That's basically what you're saying. Unless there was a desire by Ken Starr to embarrass, humiliate, and degrade. But, as I said before, 363 members voted to release it. Right. So it's Democrats and Republicans, so nobody can... Oh, there, there's no them. question. Lack of spine on both parties. There's no question about that. Okay. Have a great day. Uh, thank you. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady in Hallandale. Hello. Hey, hi, am I on? Yes, ma'am, sound hi, just like Neil, you. This is, this is one of your douchebag regular listeners uh -huh. from Hallandale. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we are seniors, and I want to tell you something. We back our president 100% because he is no different from anybody else. He's a human being, and it was a disgrace, uh, such a disgrace, and everybody who I've spoken to feels the same way and that this should have been released, whether it was the Internet or anything. But, I mean, it's horrible to probe into a person's life because that's between him and his wife, of course. But, look, whatever I'm saying is a cliché already. It's old hat. And to drop all this garbage and let's go on. And I just want to tell you, we listen to your show every day. We watch you on television at night. There's so much needs to be fixed on that television show. <laughs> I mean, whammy is from outer space. I never saw such junk in my life. Yeah. I don't know who they're attracting. I think it's the five and six-year-olds, if anybody is up at yeah, that Yeah, the time. kids that watch the cartoons are the ones that watch MASH and uh, the other shows, right? Oh, the monsters. Man. But I'll tell you, first, big of, little kids. first of all, your show should be at least an hour. Yeah. 
And I mean, I, I think it ought to be like four hours. They just ought to take the whole four hours and stick it on there, uncensored. Yeah, because the other stuff is such is such trash. Garbage. You know what? I'm only we're hoping we're hoping that one of the other you know stations that is a real station and right. not for make believe. A real, a real TV station, right? This is that's what we're thinking. You know, it's, it's fun to you know practice on this on a yeah, exactly, station, exactly. and then someday a real station will come along and say, right. "Hey, that's a pretty exciting show, and let's put that right. goddamn exactly. thing on." Exactly. You know, you're getting your feet wet now, right. and I hope I just hope it blossoms for you. I don't even know if you want that though. If would I want you? what? I mean, would you want to go into something more? You know, some of the other the real stations. Oh, and yeah, if if they could do it the same way. You mean, do I want to do any more work? The answer is no, oh, no, not at my advanced stage. Oh. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Thanks. Okay, we have an open line at Broward. Do I want to do any more work? No. Less work sounds good. Uh -huh. There you go. By the way, George will be on next week during my vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right. We could tell the whole story about George being on because Duff Lindsay and uh, Greg Reed said he was great. Put him on. I said, okay. Don't start getting the... Uh... Isn't that the way it worked? Ten minutes after 11 at 5, 6... Yeah. Horny. Wait, thanks to, uh, let's see, Eric from the Tower and Scott and Kiva's game. But here's a great fax from, uh, not that their faxes weren't great, but this is really great from Daryl. It said the star report had to include all the sexy details. Otherwise, a five-page report would look pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, 445 pages of, sl of smut and slut looks a lot more impressive than five pages saying he didn't do nothing. I mean, is there anything? Twice in there it mentions Whitewater. That's the four years and 50 million it is now, not 40 million, close to 50 million. They're saying that they spent a Whitewater, a 10-year-old land deal that they indicted these other people on, but could they catch Bubba or Hillary on there? No. no. Not one thing. Not one. You can bet your bottom dollar if there was any one shred of indictable evidence right there, it would have been in the report, because that's what this report is all about. It's a referral saying, hey, guess what? I think these are all indictable offenses, even though he, of course, is not the one to make those judgments. These are all impeachable offenses. I say let's impeach Ken Starr. That's oh. what I say. Let's send him and Janet Reno to camp, to work, to labor camp. Here's a lady in Miami Beach. Hello. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Um, uh, a lot of your callers, like you, are harping on the sexual aspect of the report. What you have been deliberately leaving out is the perjury part. Uh-huh. I talked lying about that in the beginning. A, no, you have been leaving that. Off. No, I did not. I lying said, I said right a, in the beginning of the show that lying under oath is not perjury. Lying to a grand jury is an impeachable offense. Uh huh. And how do you and know? Do you, do you know that he lied to a grand jury? How do I know? Yeah. Are you suggesting that Star lied in his report? I'm saying that he. This is a one-sided report. No. Are you suggesting that? Lied in I, I, am, I am not suggesting. I am telling you that everything in the report is geared to draw certain conclusions. Yes, oh. that's what I'm telling you. Okay, lying to a grand jury is an impeachable. How do you know that? Clinton lied. How, how do you know it's an impeachable offense? Did you it's, did it's you write the Constitution? Statute. Where does it's it where does where does it say that? So many people wouldn't be saying so. So many people with the authority would not be saying so if it was a lie. Anyhow, let me continue. No, no, but wait a minute. How do you know that lying to a grand jury is an impeachable offense? How do you know that that fits the definitions of high crimes and misdemeanors? Oh, well, wait a while. Clinton lied, not once, not twice, but a multiple of times. Let, let me say it to you again, though. Lying is not the same as perjury. What is perjury? 
Perjury means it has to be material to the testimony. The, 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 the testimony that the president gave in the Paula Jones case, the, even the presiding judge said that the, his testimony in that regard wasn't material, that portion of it that's being talked about. Well, that, that is to come. It wasn't material in addition to which the case was thrown out anyway, that no, civil no, no, case. That is an appeal, and that, the result of that is to come. Yeah. So let's leave that aside. Okay, let's leave that one aside, Paula Jones. Right. Yes. Now, the now, other what thing, he... what I've been wondering, after Monica played the cigar in the private part... After he stuck it in there, yes? Clinton then put it in his mouth. Yes. With all the all... substance of Monica on it. With all the what? The substance. The substance? From, yeah, from uh, from, uh, from inside. How do you know there was substance? So you think she would put it in the thing and it would come out dry? I come don't on. know. Oh, gee, I guess we got the answer to that. No, listen, listen, let me ask you. Yeah, so, so what does that have to do? So we're going no, so to impeach him for smoking let me, a soggy stogie? Let me speak. I mean, you know something? This is the best call we've had today, by the way. She says uh, impeach. No, this is the best call we've had today. Uh, you are right. The founding fathers did put that in there. It's in very small print in the Constitution, but it definitely does say smoking a soggy stogie is grounds well, for impeachment. You can say what you want. What I'm asking is... After what? Monica put that right? in the right. inner part, oh, and my then God. Look how gave it to Clinton, oh, and he put it in his mouth, I think I then things... he go home to his wife and child and kiss them goodnight with that dirty mouth. Oh, he, he they got a big bottle of Listerine there in the oral office. I am not what so sure. What do you think they call it the oral orifice? I'm not so sure. No, he's got a big bottle of scope. I am not so sure. In fact, that, in fact didn't you read that thing about the scope he, of the investigation? He, That's the scope they were talking about. No, no, no. He used... His dirty mouth, yeah. and put Monica's come on the face of his beloved wife yeah. and child. Yes. And? Yes, that's all I have to okay, say. Okay, thank you. Okay, I guess she wants him out. Am I am I uh, overstepping my guest there? I don't think so. Well, oh, did not you remember during the Kennedy years, all those romantics used to call it Camelot? And now that we're in the 90s, maybe they can call this scandal Camelot instead of Camelot. What do you think? Good idea? Uh-huh. Okay, nice going, sweetheart. It was a soggy stogie. Now we got the bottom. I mean, this Ken Starr, he messed it up. If he would have just had her, this wonderful, articulate Jamaican lady. Yeah, I tell you about those Jamaicans, by the way. Those Jamaican women. She's got her finger on the pulse of it, right on the tip. That's right. It was a soggy stogie, and he went home and he kissed Hillary and Chelsea right on the lips, and he had the essence of Monica on his puss. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe that's why Hillary keeps her distance, spends a lot of time out of town. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's scent of Monica. Here's a lady in, in Miami. Hello. Hello. Lady in Miami. Oh, yes. Yes, uh, ma'am. Uh, Monica was just as guilty as the president because the president did not force her to do what she did. Oh, no, she was the instigator. That's right. She, she says so. And she didn't, she, have to, she didn't have to keep going back. She did not have to keep going back. Uh -huh. If she didn't like it, she didn't have to go back. He didn't force her. Yeah, well, it's not only she liked it, she wanted intercourse. She wanted the whole deal. Well, I don't think he's guilty myself. Okay, he's, you want to... He's a typical man. He's a horny guy. That's right. Okay, thank you. Like I said, that's a redundant horny guy. We know that. And I'm really surprised that the women of America give him higher remarks. Of course, it's consistent with people's politics anyway, because he got more votes from women than he got from men. So I guess it's just a lot of hard-ass men who are hypocrites. I think if he would have been doing attractive women, I think the men of America probably give him, like, real high marks. He'd probably be up there in the 80 and 90 range as far as approval rating from men. 
who are jealous and saying, all right, yeah. nice going there, Willie. But when you're talking about sluts like this, I think it's a lot more difficult. Oh, and then one of these congressmen, one of these right-wingers gets on there last night, and he says, well, you know, it's a lot different. I mean, Kennedy was uh, in Marilyn Monroe, and here was a 21-year-old intern. How do we know the ages of all the, the uh, prostitutes, all the hookers that they used to bring in for the orgies were the Kennedys? Not only did we know their ages, we didn't even know who the hell they were. The Secret Service was always having a nervous breakdown because they had no idea who these women were. German spies, uh, mafia spies, who the hell are these people? We don't know. The Kennedys boys are in there with all their uh, assistants and they're having a good time. Boys will be boys. And the, and the media still can't accept this. Oh, this is disgusting. It's grotesque. It's debasing. Like this is some kind of a surprise. They tried it with a Jennifer Flowers thing. That was supposed to get the public uh, psychotic. They tried it with a Paula Jones thing, which, by the way, it's real interesting. I love these people, including Anita Hill, by the way. All these women who wait for years, and then all of a sudden they come forward and say, Oh, well, uh, guess what? He said, kiss it. I would bear my, I would bear my rectum and say, kiss that, is what I would tell them. How come all of a sudden, after all these years, now you're pissed off and indignant? And how come we got these, after after Paula's attorneys, the original ones, quit and walked away, how come these right-wing-funded attorneys all of a sudden started representing her? And she her first TV appearance was on with that sanctimonious Pat Robertson on the 700 Club who fathered his first child out of wedlock who was born ten weeks after they got married. How come that was, huh, Paula, with that phony nose? The only thing worse than a phony nose is a phony anal plug. Oh, that thing is really... I'm telling you, that's too... It, it's not forgiving. Okay, we're... It's for taking. <laughs> huh? It's what? It's for taking. Oh, no, not for mine. Here's a lady mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Listen, I have a question for you before I get to all this forcotta Clinton stuff. Forcotta crap, yeah. Yeah, there's a bar down the street for me now, and they painted it bright pink, and it's called Cibio Sports Bar. What does Cibio mean? C-I-B-A-O. Oh, C-Bio. Scott Bio hangs out there. Oh, okay. I have no idea what that means. George doesn't know? Is that is that Espanol? I think so. C-Bio? Maybe, maybe it's somebody's name. Yeah, maybe it's some uh, goofball's name. Oh, well. Anyway, um, I guess I guess about this Clinton stuff, what I, I really don't want to see a President Gore at all. Why is that? I... He just seems to be a little bit of a green Nazi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know that he would even be that effective or anything or have any power, but um, if they're going to impeach or whatever or if he's going to resign, hopefully he'll do it before that January 20th cutoff. Yeah. So that uh, there's... The well, do you, think he ought to, do you think he ought to resign? Um, you know, the line part... I don't know. The lying part bothers me. All this sexual stuff, I think it's just its a bad example, but really it's the media's fault for painting it, you know, all over the place every day. Mm-hmm. You know? So what do you um, think? But as far as the lying part, I think that's pretty bad. But even though a normal, any normal man's going to lie about having an affair. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't do you, know. So you don't know. You're undecided. Well, I just am ready for it to go away. Sick of it. You can't stand it anymore. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Have a great right, day. Of course, uh, you know, lying about covering up a sexual affair is one thing. Lying about, uh, you know, diverting uh, funds illegally to the Contras, that was another thing. Reagan should have been impeached for that. Bush should have been impeached for that. Oh, we didn't know nothing. 
That was the famous line for that. They had nothing to do with that. Remember that? They just, uh, yeah, they, they couldn't remember. Of course, Reagan can't remember anything now. It's very convenient. All falls under the same category. And, of course, uh, Johnson with the Gulf of Tonkin uh, lied about that. Roosevelt lied. You know, Roosevelt had three separate warnings about Pearl Harbor. You do know that, don't you? And the only reason that we sat back and did nothing so that would be a convenient excuse for us to get into World War II, as he had already promised Weinstein Churchill, who also smoked a big stogie. You see the connection between cigars and all of this stuff that's going on in the world? I told you, cigars are what makes the world go round. I've been telling you that for a long time. So just pop a big one in your puss, and then go home and give Hillary a big kiss for us. Here's, uh, pep what is it? Perrine, hello. Hey, Neil. I said Pepperdine. That's a, a Ken Star Freudian slip. <laughs> How are you doing today, Neil? Great. Uh, you just stole my bit right out of my mouth with the conscious stuff. Uh, it's amazing how this country is so shocked by something like this. And when a president in office commits treason by selling weapons to our enemies who end up using it against us in the Gulf War, I find that amazing. Yeah. It, it's, I think this thing should just blow away. I'll give one to Bubba. And, uh, Let's hope the market stays uh, the way it's going. Up, 100 That's all I got, Neil. up 170 points. The world. Ah, is... I, I think it's going to go up to about 250 today. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Okay. Sell tomorrow. Okay. We have an open, open line of date. By the way, those Hilton hotels, that's been downgraded because their earnings were like, and you want to know why their earnings were way down? Hotels in Hawaii and uh, California because they're all the uh, no more Asian tourists. That's right. And so I say, wait another couple of days, and then buy Hilton like crazy. There's going to be the great, <laughs> like this. Oh, buy that Hilton stock like crazy, baby. That's my one chink in my armor. Oh, did he say chink? There he goes again. Next he'll be saying spick again. Let me say it one more time. If you don't have a sense of humor about yourself, you're going to live a very, very sad and depressive life. You're going to be taking a lot of Valium and a lot of a Prozac with uh, Ron, what's his name? Ron Raymond, whatever his name is. Here's a, not today, Ron. It'll be about, I'll give you the signal in about three years. Here's a mobile in Lake Worth. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, i got to tell you, I'm a Republican. Yes. And I don't think you should be impeached. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what. Okay. I think for our party, he has been the greatest thing that ever happened in the Republican Party. We're probably going to pick up 40 House seats. Probably going to pick up six, seven Senate seats. Uh huh. I how, how, how do you know that? In I other words, you, you think that the you don't think there's going to be a backlash by people that are pissed off at the Ken Star? If that's the case, if the if the people really are going to take it out on the Democratic Party and the people are pissed off, how come his approval ratings are going up? I'm not saying they're not. I hope he, you know, I'm telling you, I hope he stays in. Yeah. He has practically destroyed the Democratic Party. He got us the uh, Congress in '94. Yeah. We're increasing Senate seats. Yeah. We're going to increase governorship. Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's great. I, I just want everybody to leave him alone. Now. So, so, in other words, what you're saying is that your party is more important than the country? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm saying that, that as long as, you know, everybody... You know, I don't really know if those are all impeachable offenses, but it's, it significantly weakened him as to be a world leader. It really has. There's no yeah. question about it. Now, his approval ratings are... Look, he's done a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he hasn't. Yeah. But I'm saying that for the Republican Party, he's been the best thing to ever happen. Okay, well, uh, you know, a lot of people have said that the, uh, the public is very happy with the Democratic president and Republican Congress. Maybe that's the way it is. Maybe so. But I wouldn't count your uh, votes before they come in because I think uh, you may be surprised. There you go. Okay. See ya. I got you down. 1127 at 560. Where you got hey, it. Hey, stop the Sports Radio 560 QAM. And God only knows with who or what. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, my point is, is uh, as long he's as got he's, a wrong stash of stogies. All right. Hey, as long as he's doing right by the you know by the country, then let him do his deal. I mean, just because he's he's uh, the uh, father of the United States, as you will, um, it's, it's a more serious crime because he's lied about it. But I know that all your listeners are out there. Uh, they've done the same thing that he's done, I'm sure. But uh, I mean, why is he any different? You know, if he lied, he lied. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with him lying about it. But he got caught. But I can tell you, there's how many other people that've been in that office that haven't done the same thing just well, to get caught at it. First of all, what a lot of these people aren't understand because the media is not doing a very good job of, of laying this out for them. When two people have a consenting affair, and it could be a source of embarrassment for one or both of them, and usually that's the case. They have there's an understanding there, and they they you know they make sure that they talk about ways to cover their ass and to be sure that it doesn't leak out. So he from the beginning had every reason to assume because she kept assuring him that she wasn't going to spill the beans, she wasn't going to open up her big fat mouth or her puss, and uh, so he had every reason to believe that they were both going to be lying about it because they were both agreeing to cover up an extramarital affair in his case, right? And in her case, being a slut. I mean, well, how, why is it that this particular woman uh, had? had brought it to distance whenever Paula Jones couldn't get squat done with it. I mean, they turned her right away. But Paula, Paula, didn't, Paula didn't have the dress. <laughs> have a great day, pal. All right. Good yeah. luck to you. Bye-bye. That's right. No, no, seriously, if she didn't have the stained dress, that would have been the end of it. There would have been no more nothing. It would strictly have been one of those he said, she said, her word. And her word, she's already a confessed liar, and we, which, again, they keep forgetting about. She lied through her teeth in her testimony in a Paula Jones civil trial, lied all over the place. She didn't have an affair. She did have an affair. She thinks about She had a cigar. She's lied all over the goddamn place. In fact, she told her friend that was one of the things we heard months ago, is that all the experience she's had being a liar all her life. She's an expert at it. Just like Kathleen Willie's girlfriend said, oh, well, she asked her to lie for her like two or three different times. The same Kathleen Willie that kept writing those letters after this incident allegedly happened about how what a big fan she was and hoping to come back and work in the president's re-election campaign. See, if you're going to diddle around, don't start screaming like three, four years later or a couple of years later. Oh, well, gee, he did this, he did that. If you're going to screw around and you want to make a complaint about it, do it now. Not later on like an afterthought, whether it's a Republican, whether it's a Democrat, whether it's Anita Hill or Paula Jones or anybody else. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Yeah, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, how are you? Great. Good. Glad to hear it. I, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about your thing that's going on with the president. And my personal feeling on it is as follows. You know, the guy had an extramarital affair. Let's face it, 80% of the men in this country are having extramarital affairs. I think that he should be impeached because, listen, the guy is representing the United States of America, the entire international community, and he's coming across being painted as a sexual pig who can't keep his penis in his hands, uh -huh. as a liar. And, of course, we know that doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. It happens all over the world, but mm -hmm. this is a person who is directing things around the world. How many countries in the world can say that they do and are responsible for what the United States is for? Let me, let me ask you this. Did Roosevelt, was he the president four times through a depression and a, and a world war? Uh, was he? Yes. Okay, have a great day. Was he? No, I just made it up. I just made it up.
Okay, we have an open line in Dave. Just, just move along. I mean, you know, the American public, the education system blows, and, uh, you know, if you weren't living through it, which I, I was three years old when Roosevelt died, okay, but I've done a little reading in my life. Everybody knows he had a mistress. She was there when he died. Eleanor uh, became a bulldog or whatever. She decided, uh, you know, she was going off this way in her own way, and she had a, didn't even live in the same house. He had a, built a separate, bought a separate house for her, or she was living with her, uh, with her whatever she was. Friend. Friend. Her buddy. Bud. And he somehow got us to, uh, you know, and, and was respected all over the world. There he was at the Malta Conference and the Yalta Conference. And uh, by the time he died, by the way, he was like uh, senile as all hell. But that's beside the point. He had a lot of stress. As if this guy is suggesting, I better put him down for getting him out. That's number five. He's suggesting that because the guy's screwing around that he has no respect around the rest of the world. Quite to the contrary. Le Monde in Paris, where they know about screwing around. The headline uh, yesterday was sexual uh, McCarthyism in America. Witch hunts. The only ones that were uptight and prudish about it, of course, were the Brits. All the British papers yesterday, aha, he's out, he's got to go, because the Brits, they all like to do it, but uh, they pretend they don't, like the royal family, who do it a lot with anything that moves. We have an open line in Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And if you've seen the royal family, you understand why they'll do it with anything that moves. Because they all are real. That Windsor family, baby, are they beautiful or what? <laughs> Here's a Weston. Hello. Uh, hello. Yes, sir. I, did, I went to the arena. And? It's, it's unbelievable. It, it's, we almost gave up our tickets because this is... They're very expensive, the seats. Right. I'm, I'm in 134. Is that where you are, 134? 101. Oh, you're one over from me. Uh-huh. And um, we had a lot of commitments this coming year, and so I was going to miss a lot of games. But we, I went to the arena on Friday just to take a look at it. Friday? Yeah, I just, you know, snuck in the back with the construction workers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just, the thing is huge. I mean, you can get lost. If you go downstairs in the ground floor where the locker rooms are. Right. It, uh, tell me that thing is not gigantic it down is. there. It's big. And uh, I went, went, and I sat in my seat, and uh, I mean, we're in the fifth row down the front, and, and I just said, you know, you lose the spot, you lose the spot. You can't make it up next year and say, oh, okay, I just changed my mind. Mm -hmm. Once they're gone, they're gone. Mm -hmm. And so we just found some people that want to come in with us on them. But I, there, it was nice. And the people there were nice. It's I'll tell you, the people that are going to be in the club sections, the restaurants, and that whole thing up there on that that level there where yeah. the uh, suites are, it's first class. So whatever Heisinger's problems are involved, he did get this thing done, or at least his people did. The one thing they oh, did yeah. right was they got this thing done in one year. They did a super job. There's no question about and, that. It's uh, palatial. It's just, it's unbelievable. The uh, Although the access to the players this year, I mean, there's a fenced-in, just like in the, in the football stadium, there's going to be a little fenced-in area with a guard gate there mm -hmm. around the back. So you're not going to, you know, those days where you could kind of like hang out with the players no, and leave, everything. Leave them alone. But, and, uh, and believe me, after the game, after most of the games this year, I have a feeling they're going to want to get out of there and hurry anyway. But it's 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 going to be nice. I mean, the roads and the, it's just it's an incredible walking in that place. Yep. It's, it's really really special. Well, thank God we got a great arena. It, it's really nice. This this thing with with the president. I met girls like this, and I know guys that have met girls like this up when they were in college. The, these fan, they live in this fantasy land. So you girl, he loves me. He's going right. to leave his wife. Right. And I mean, these Starts stories. She, what a sleaze bag this girl is. What, the, what I'm mad about is the people that were around the president. Why didn't they, when they see her there, why they didn't? 
kick her ass out of it. Unless she was blackmailing well, they, they, they eventually did, but, I mean, not soon enough. But, I mean, they, they realized that it was becoming, uh, that she was psycho bitch and that it was becoming out of control. And they finally uh, got her ass shipped off to the Pentagon. But uh, in the meantime, he was, uh, you know, talking to a diddling on the phone and uh, making arrangements for her sneaked in other ways. And uh, that's the way it goes. I had suspected that maybe she was blackmailing him. And, you know, if he didn't cooperate, she was going to tell all. And they said that last night. They were talking about... That she threat when when he finally you know got rid of her and sent her off into some other department. Mm -hmm. That she said that if you don't cooperate, I'm gonna tell all. And th this is what happens when you get stuck with these. With and these then then crazy. he got her a job with the UN. In the beginning, she thought that was fine, and then she thought about it. Well, I'd rather have a job in the private sector. And uh, you know, I mean, she uh, showed her two colors in the end, and that's why she kept the dress because she's a she's a, a scorned bitch. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, pal. Thanks. See you at the arena. Okay, there's somebody that saw the arena, although not on Saturday. Anybody else out there that was in to see their seats at the arena on Saturday? No. Because there was sure a lot of traffic out there in West Broward. No. Nobody out there? It's 11.55 at 5. Oh, Marlins and the Expos. Wow. I bet you they'll have at least 15 frogs for that game there tonight. Boy, you talk about a franchise in big trouble. Montreal Expos. The team sucks. The fans suck. The city sucks. Montreal. Hey, everybody out there knows that I love the QAM. The Neil Rogers Show. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority. QAM. So uh, Michael Russo wrote a real skating column, was it yesterday or the day before, about the what's going to be another crap team, which I thought, I saw Michael Russo, and now evidently they got to him and said, hey, you better cut the crap. In today's paper, Panthers' reversal of fortune began with trade for McLean. <laughs> oh, my God. Here, on the one hand, they're trying to tell us that they're desperate to trade him, and they're uh, praying out that they got Sean Burke, who's very weak anyway, that now would be a good idea to get rid of Kirk McLean and his $2.5 million salary. But just in case they can't get rid of him, in case they can't sign Kevin Weeks, in case they have to keep Kirk the jerk, now they're trying to peddle a story about, hey, you know, uh, things really started to turn around for us after we got him for a couple of games. Then he played a couple of good games, and then, uh, as usual, stunk the joint out. Oh, my God. The spin doctors are at it again. Well, one good piece of news for the few hockey fans I got out there in this audience is this year nobody's going to be uh, interfering with the stuff that I got to say. I don't care what anybody thinks, whether they like it, they don't like it, bad, good, or indifferent. I'm going to say exactly uh, the way it is. And if they don't like it, too bad. We have an open line at Dave 1 in Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, you're God. Yes, I am. Um... First of all, Republicans are using this independent council as a weapon. Uh, you know, they spent $40 million to find out that Clinton had a, had a sex life. And uh, now, th this, is, this is a larger issue. The Republicans have got nothing better to do than, than to disgrace this guy who's already in office. And this is the outrage, I think. And what really cracks me up is last night... You know, some of these pundits, these uh, these sanctimonious hypocrites in the media sitting around saying, well, you know, are we ever going to be able to look at him again and view him in the same way that we did before? Uh, you know, how many people do we look at every day who are screwing around with everything that moves? What does that have to do with the price of rice? What does that have to do with anything? Well, if it's not Clinton they're going to go after, then they're going to go after Gore. Yeah, and well, they're already doing that. And when will the Republicans stop using using the independent council as a weapon? You know, this, they're changing the face of politics in the worst way. Yeah. And uh, the, the American public deserves this because they've been so ignorant and so lax and not involved in politics. Well, the Dow is up 211 points, so somebody out there must be relieved that this is all they got. Yeah, we're all sticking our heads in the stand right now. It's a third-rate sex story. Okay, have a great day, sir. Bye. We have an open line in uh, 
uh, Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil, how are you today? Okay, sir. Uh, two things. Earlier you said that the Royals were doing anything that moved. Was that with a V or an O-O-S? M-O-O-S or M-O-V-E-S? And anything that moves or moves? Moves. Both, right? Um, other thing, it cracks me up. I had to have a radio accident. You ever seen Princess off. Margaret? I think she moves. <laughs> she has before. I got caught on Jack Cole the other afternoon. Oh. And I heard a guy calling in uh. saying, as, as unfeeling and as, of course, many of his stiff as his audience must be, he said, can you imagine the president standing across from a terrorist and that the terrorist has to have an answer of yes or no from the president? Will he believe what the president says to him? Yeah, that, that's, the way, that's the way it always works is the president stands in one yeah, side of the room and the terrorist stands in the other and they steal each other down, yeah. It's too good. Yeah. And for all these people out there that don't have them, I'm so thankful that Clinton got one so they can enjoy it. Okay. Take care, Neil. See ya. That's right. For a lot of people out there who are desperate, see, those are the people who read those romance novels and uh, all those other salacious Lady Chatterley's lover that run into the library, you know, to get it when it first came out. Oh, gee, i gotta re I got to read about it because I can't get it. I can't do any myself, so I better read about it, like all those losers on the Internet. Oh, that is so sad. We have an open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Fort Pierce. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Um, first of all, I just want to let you know, a uh, president can be impeached for anything involving questionable morality. Okay? Secondly... S says who? Where did that come from? I learned it in political science. It's not true. Whoever uh, told you learned it in political science, so it makes it so because somebody questionable morality has got nothing to do with it. We've had plenty. Grover Cleveland uh, fathered a child out of wedlock, and he was reelected president. Uh, okay. Thomas Jefferson was having sex with his slave. He was reelected president. I'm what just, what is morality? I'm just letting you know. I've read that in the book. Sir, it is not true. High crimes and misdemeanors, which is not, which is not defined. Okay. Also, if anything else, he should be impeached for stupidity because... All right, like, when I was in the military, right, I had a top-secret clearance, and we had to attend classes to show, to show us, like, on our personal time how we could get picked up by somebody or whatever, and then, you know, it could be a spy from another country or mm -hmm. whatever, and they could get bedside talk out of us or whatever. Yeah. Okay? And like so, the Kennedys were doing, yes? Right. So, I mean, he, you know, he should have... Use more discretion as far as that goes. As far as, far as well, wait goes. a minute. Don't you think that when Monica Lewinsky uh, came in, was brought in as an intern, that there was some screening and they found out that she wasn't some kind of a spy for uh, for the communistas or for uh, the Sandinistas or yeah, any other? Yeah, Monica Eastas? Lewinsky wasn't the only one. I mean, how many are in line saying it now? Hundred, <laughs> you know. And secondly, are you still there? I'm. I'm listening. Next, uh, thirdly, um, as far as everybody else doing it, that doesn't make a difference, okay? Um, when you get a speeding ticket and you go to court, you say, well, everybody was doing that. They don't care about that, okay? Everybody else doing it isn't a defense, all right? So in other words, you're comparing impeaching the President of the United States with getting a speeding ticket? Is that no, what you're saying? Is that how serious this matter is? No, I'm just saying that everybody else does it isn't an, ex isn't an excuse. It's not right, okay? Cheating is not right. I mean, I don't sir, know you... sir, let me just say this to you, okay? I know this may come as a revolutionary concept. Did it ever dawn on you 
that it's nobody's business. I've heard many people make that comment last week, and, I, and I've also said that before, that when they asked him these questions back in January, he should have said it's nobody's goddamn business, that people are real happy with the job I'm doing as president, and let's move on with the affairs of government, and I'll worry about my affairs and my marriage, and don't be worrying about it. It's was, nobody's business. He was it, being sued for sexual harassment. That's directly relative to yeah, the case. In a case that was thrown out. No, it was not direct. Let me say it again, sir. The judge in that case, you know, you didn't you just go through telling me that you uh, took what kind of a course? Political An intercourse? Science? Political science? Well, you must have flunked it, pal, because you don't know what you're talking about. That evidence was, uh, that testimony, rather, in his deposition was ruled immaterial by the judge. It wasn't relevant. And then the case was thrown out. But this guy learned, oh, yeah, you can be impeached for immorality. Based on what? He read it in a book somewhere. He just is making it up as he goes along. And they, they, if you want to read more, in fact, they had Alexander Hamilton wrote in a more lengthy treatise in 1789 about impeachment and what it was meant to be used for and not a political football. And he expounded and expanded on it. And believe me, this kind of thing had nothing to do with what the founding fathers had in mind. What they had in mind is that... Uh, might want to, you know, uh, abandon elections, take over the government, et cetera, and so on. Those are the kinds of things. That's what high crimes and misdemeanors were, was referenced to by the founding fathers. Not, I mean, like Nixon was doing. Not because somebody is screwing around. And anybody who would compare this with Nixon never lived through Watergate and didn't see the abuse. And the abuse of every agency of government. Oh, but he lied. Well, I got news for you. Every president who's ever been in there has lied. Do I know that for a fact? No, that's just my best educated guess. And certainly in my lifetime, each and every one of them has lied. And this Arlen Specter, by the way, this sanctimonious asshole from Pennsylvania, he's still looking for the magic bullet on that stretcher at Parkland Hospital in Dallas, that single magic bullet that killed Kennedy and went through uh, Connolly's wrist and went here and did it and right up into his rectum. Right. Somebody needs to get him some psychological help and also fix those jowls. It's 11 afternoon at 560. Grandpa Junior, honey. Okay, so while uh, President Eckley is uh, speaking in the city council on foreign relations, pot it up for like two seconds just so they realize that he's still uh, in there. First thing they needed was for America to put its economic house in order. Okay, that's enough. Well, just so they realize he's still, uh, you know, doing his thing. He hasn't, like, skulked off into a corner and hidden somewhere with his skull cap on. He's just still doing the business and uh, moving right along. So far, we got, what, the 17, and uh, 17 say he ought to stay in. One uh, to six. 17, six say they ought to resign or be impeached. That's like 70 to 30 percent. That's an interesting number, isn't it? Kind of like mirroring those numbers that we see in virtually every other poll by every other network, except ABC, where Sam Donaldson and George Will are putting all the extra votes, and Kooky Roberts is putting the icing on the cake. ABC News, no credibility, zero whatsoever, okay? A TV news lynch mob, that's what ABC is. And also MSNBC. I guess NBC figures, well, we got the NBC network, which is very liberal, so let's take one branch of that MSNBC and put all the fascists on over there. Like that John Gibson. I'm going to tell you something. If I ever saw him out there in the street, I would take a, a two-by-four with a rusty nail and just uh, bitch slap that scumbag. He makes me nauseous. When Clinton was doing his speech about uh, Friday night, they were doing the thing with the Irish group out there at the White House, him and Hillary and uh, Ted Kennedy and George Mitchell. And they had clips of that on there. And then he finally finished speaking, and John Gibson comes back. And I swear to you, I thought he was going to have an accident in his pants. Court, court. He was like, oh, the president is finished. 
speaking. And we'll be right back. Oh, yeah, seriously. I thought he, he had such sexual excitement that I thought maybe he was hiding a cigar somewhere, like maybe in his... Rectum. Wow. Who the hell are you kidding, John Gibson, you phony baloney? Go back and cover the O.J. trial. That's more your speed, you jackass. I mean, I, anybody on there is entitled to have whatever opinion they want, but if you're pretending to be a moderator and to be, like, uh, you know, impartial, and all along everybody realizes that you're not... Who the hell are you kidding? Kidding anybody? No. Except a few of those old ladies out there watching? Here's a... Uh, where are we going? Mobile in the Sawgrass. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, Neil. Neil. Speak to me, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went and checked out my seat Saturday. And? Uh, it's decent. It's nice. The only thing is about the parking. Why don't they finish the, uh, Oakland Park, finish the big road, put putting the trees down and the bricks, mm -hmm. finish the road so we can get in and out. Yeah. That's well, the only thing I think. Well, how long, how long is that going to be? I don't know, but that's, that's, they've been working on that curve at Oakland and Flamingo forever. Mm -hmm. And it's still not even done. It'll be done. That's what we hope. In fact, the arena was really nice. The last, time, the last time I was in the arena before last week was back in uh, June, which is only like two and a half months ago. Right. Or maybe it was even early July. And the amount of work that they got done in two months was so spectacular that, uh, you know, once they get all the basics in there and the foundation, what they can do in just a couple of months will amaze you. Oh, like I said, it's really nice, but it's going to be so much better. It's unreal. Okay. All right, thank I'll you. see you there. Thank you. I'll see you there. We'll have a great time. In spite of the fact we're going to have a bogus team, we're going to have lots of excuses, and they're doing the spins all again. They're spinning it all over the place. You spin this, okay, Brian? See, one thing I want to remind you, Brian wasn't a genius last year. Is he going to be a genius this year? No. He's still the same guy. And, yeah, they, they tried. They tried to get uh, Richter, and they, they wanted Joseph. They couldn't get him. The Leafs beat him.